Welcome to Practical Wisdom, a weekly podcast about ancient Greco-Roman philosophy. I'm your host, Massimo Piliucci. Today's reading is from Aristotle, Nicomachean Ethics, 1.3. Quote, Our inquiry would be adequately made if it should attain the clarity that accords with the subject matter. For one should not seek out precision in all arguments alike, just as one should not do so in the products of craftsmanship either. The noble things and the just things, which the political art examines, admit of much dispute and variability, such that they are held to exist by custom alone and not by nature. And even the good things admit of some such variability on account of the harm that befalls many people as a result of them. It has happened that some have been destroyed on account of their wealth, others on account of their courage. It belongs to an educated person to seek out precision in each genus to the extent that the nature of the matter allows. To accept persuasive speech from a skilled mathematician appears comparable to demanding demonstrations from a skilled rhetorician." Aristotle here is making a very important point, which is still ignored by far too many people today. So let's unpack the quote carefully. At the beginning of the passage, when he talks about our inquiry, He is referring to the subject matter with which he is concerned in the Nicomachean ethics, that is, moral reasoning applied to both individuals and societies, or what we would refer to nowadays as ethics and political philosophy. He then immediately warns us that we should seek the degree of precision in our inquiries that is allowed by the subject matter under investigation, neither more nor less. To seek less precision than is possible would be sloppy, but to seek more precision would be at best a waste of time and at worst an exercise in useless air splitting. Aristotle compares the variety of possible arguments with the variety of possible crafts. Some materials are more difficult than others to work with, so we don't expect the same degree of detail in all objects we purchase from a craftsman. Similarly, some arguments deal with more complex and intricate subject matters than others, and we should adjust our expectations accordingly. He continues by saying that the sort of things that are the proper subject of inquiry in ethics and political philosophy admit of disagreement among people and variations across cultures, a sure indication that it will be difficult to settle things with precision and certainty. Indeed, he says, proof of this is that people make decisions concerning these matters not just on the basis of what they agree to be natural, but following human customs and laws, which are idiosyncratic. Let's try to better grasp this contrast between natural law and human custom. It is natural for people to want to feel secure, which is why murder and theft are universally condemned across human societies. By contrast, whether we should punish people for, say, jaywalking or for marital infidelity or for a number of other things, is something about which nature is silent and, sure enough, different cultures adopt different positions on these issues. Aristotle also points out that even some things that we would all agree are good, like wealth, have actually been mishandled or have been injurious to some people, which means that there is room for discussion about the extent to which such things are, in fact, good. The quote concludes with a reminder that an educated person ought to seek the right degree of precision in their inquiries, according to the nature of the inquiry itself and the degree of precision that it affords us. To make the thought crystal clear, Aristotle says that surely we wouldn't just accept a persuasive argument from a mathematician, because mathematics affords us precise and incontrovertible proof. 
Contrary-wise, we wouldn't demand that kind of mathematical proof from a rhetorician because rhetorics is not as precise on art as mathematics. Aristotle's warning here applies to any discussion on any subject matter, but it is particularly relevant nowadays when people apply quantitative measures to things that are not easily measurable and are best understood qualitatively. For example, can happiness really be quantified and maximized at a societal level as modern utilitarians claim? One can certainly come up with some index of happiness, but it is likely to suggest more precision and rigor that it is actually achievable, given that happiness is a highly subjective topic and that people consider themselves happy or unhappy for a broad variety of reasons. There are also instances, however, where we ought to demand more rigor. If we're told that the effects of such and such policy will be to cause inflation, say, or job losses, we are within our rights to ask how exactly those predictions were made and what degree of confidence we can put in them. And so forth. The bottom line is, don't be duped by a false sense of rigor, but don't settle for sloppy reasoning either. Good advice, no?